0: There is a sneaky way you are overpaying in taxes and you don't even recognize it. It is so subtle. It's something you do likely a couple of times on that and each time you are overpaying in taxes. I want to talk about this today. It is the culprit of overcompensation, paying yourself too much of a salary and therefore overpaying in payroll taxes. Let's talk about what that means, how you can avoid it, and exactly how it is that it's creating overpayment in taxes. Let's get to it. Hey friend, welcome to the Small Business Finance Podcast. Do you want confidence and clarity with your business finances? Do you find yourself up late at night searching for tax deductions, how to track your business finances, or for QuickBooks tips? Do you wake up with big ambitious goals, but you end up feeling confused and frustrated because accounting and tax is really foreign? Hi, I'm Tiffany. I've heard this so many times from clients who used to feel this way. They felt overwhelmed about what to do with their numbers and wish that they could stop the financial madness. They wanted clarity and the ability to grasp the financial basics, know who to call, when they had a question and to stop worrying about owing money to the IRS, but they thought they weren't good with numbers and the overwhelm kept them stuck without any solid financial plan until they realized that business systems are the ticket to gaining financial confidence. In this podcast, you will learn step-by-step systems, easy to understand financial tips and mindset transformation so that you will gain financial confidence as an entrepreneur. Dust off your spreadsheet, warm up your coffee and let's get going. Most business owners don't come right out of the gate and open a business. Most of them have had jobs with other companies, worked for someone else. And then at some point, if you're like me, you get tired of working for somebody else and determine that if they can do it, so can you. (laughs) Then at that point, you create a business. And when you come from an employee mindset, working for someone else, It can be difficult to shift into the employer mindset. I find especially this is the case when it comes to paying yourself. It is a little bit of ego. It's a little bit of mindset. There's a lot of things that are going into it. But most business owners that I come into want to pay themselves a ton of salary. They really want to make sure that they pay themselves a lot. And sometimes it's because you've tried to buy a house and the lender just is not familiar with business owners and the way they get compensated. And so that is insisting on a big W-2. Sometimes I see that. But more often than not, it is because in your mind, you feel like you've got to have a really big W-2. I am the CEO of my business. I'm running the show. I'm doing all these things. Therefore, I should make 100 or 200 or whatever thousand dollars every year Because of that, because if I was operating another business, that is how much salary I would command. And while that might be true, let's think about this from a different angle. When you work for yourself and you have an S Corps, by the way, this is for S Corps and C Corps partnerships, you don't pay yourself salary, and neither do you if you're a sole proprietor or a single member LLC. I had to throw that caveat out there. (laughs) But if you are paying yourself a salary, it feels really great to get a huge check, that you're missing a real key, vital piece of information. Every check you pay yourself, you are paying payroll taxes. What are payroll taxes? I did a a podcast episode just recently explaining all the ways that you get taxed from a payroll tax perspective. Specifically, Social Security and Medicare tax are going to be the areas that you ever pay. As an employer, you're paying the employee and the employer side the payroll taxes when you are the one getting the check. So if you should be paying yourself $50,000 annually and you're actually paying yourself $150,000 annually, that means you are overcompensating yourself by hundred dollars And that means an extra $15,000. in taxes that you have paid throughout the year and you didn't even recognize it because you can't feel it like you can when you write the check to the government every year. It is, it's much more subtle. It's very sneaky because it just comes out of your check. It just doesn't hit your bank account. And so most people don't even think about it. And honestly, it's a travesty because it is impacting you significantly. Even in just this example, that's 15 grand that you should have and you don't because you paid yourself too much in a salary. How do you even know how much is too much? And how does this work? And is it just a matter of changing how much you pay yourself? Or is there a way to do this that is justifiable to the IRS? Yes, there is a justifiable way to do this. It is not a matter of just Reducing the amount that you're paying yourself. I want to be really clear on this. You don't just change the amount you pay yourself and say, Oh, I'm going to save in payroll taxes. That's not how this works. The IRS wants to make sure that you're paying yourself a reasonable compensation. So, in this instance, you have to go through and do a report essentially and figure out how much you should be paying yourself. I went through this practice this week with a client of mine. He's in marketing and he had recently, we'd been working on getting him as uh, elected for his corporation uh, as an overall tax strategy. It made sense for him in his particular situation. So we were going through that paperwork. As a part of that process, we are trying to figure out what he really should be paying himself for compensation. And the first round of reporting came back and it was like right at $100,000. And so I explained, hey, I know you've probably not thought about it like this before, but you're doing more than just marketing. You're probably doing some administrative work. You're doing customer service and you're maybe doing a variety of other things. It it could be accounting that you're doing. It could be a whole bunch of stuff. If you really look at your week and look at the task that you do as a small business owner, we wear a lot of hats. There are a lot of different things that we do simply because we don't have a huge team to do all these things. In his particular instance, he's the only one. He does all the work. I think he has some contractors as well. His wife helps out with some stuff, but it's basically him. And so in that instance, if you are the only one in your business, I promise you, you are wearing a whole lot of hats and you don't even think about it. You just view yourself as a CEO. And I'm not saying that you can't be yourself as that way. And I'm not trying to say that you're not doing an amazing job operating your business. I'm confident that you are. But we really have to set the ego aside. Quit thinking about it from a how much money am I getting on a W-2 and think about it from an overall perspective. Because if you think about this from an overall perspective with your taxes and the amount of taxes that you pay every year, you'll realize that it really is beneficial to make sure your payroll, your compensation is optimized. So this client, we went through, he readed the report. I have a, a whole strategy that I do on this particular situation with compensation and optimizing it. And so we went back through, tweaked a few things, and then it came out, I want to say it was like sixty dollars or $65,000 was what his salary should be when he went through and really looked at what all am I doing in a week? In a 40-hour week or whatever that ends up being for you, what tasks are being done? How much would I pay a third party for those tasks? Would I pay them the salary of a CEO if they're my secretary? Probably not. My guess is it's something more like instead of $50 an hour for a CEO or $75 an hour or whatever it is, For the secretary, it's probably $15 to $20 an hour, maybe $25. But there's a huge disparity in how much you would pay somebody else for a lower level task. Maybe it's marketing. In this example, that's not the case because this business is marketing. But when it comes to me and my business and my CPA firm, if I am working on my own marketing, then I would pay myself a lesser wage than that of a CEO. And then you have to also look at what's your skill set. Are you an amazing marketing person and you just knock it out of the park and your skill set's very high? Or if you're like me, I do a decent job, but I would not go out and get a marketing position if I didn't have my CPA firm. If you, so you also have to weigh in what your skill set is and how proficient you are at that role. And so you go in and it's pretty scientific where we go in and we figure out the entire picture. What does it look like? How should things be done? And then from there, how much you should pay yourself? So now we have this report for my client that's in marketing. And once his S election is accepted by the IRS, at that point, we will get him set up on payroll and he'll start paying himself that amount every month or every other week, whatever he on the frequency, but he'll start paying himself that amount. And the great news is that if the IRS comes back and questions it, then we are able to show them our report and we show them exactly how we determine how much he should be paying himself. This is not some sort of a nebulous thing. I've seen a lot of, especially older CPAs and CPAs just that don't know any better, where when it's time to determine what you should be paying yourself, they just pull something out of thin air. And there is no like scientific or methodology behind it. It's just, oh, this is probably about right. You make about this much profit. You should pay yourself 40000 a year or 50000 a year or whatever. Under audit, I can tell you that is not going to be the strategy that the IRS wants to see. And they will not appreciate the fact that you just willy-nilly just determine that you pulled this amount out of thin air or your CPA pulled this amount out of thin air just because it felt about right. It requires really having a methodology and determining what should be happening. And that's what we do with our clients. Really create audit-proof strategies. We want to make sure that if things are ever questioned, that we are solid and that we have done the things that we need to do to make sure that you don't have a problem in. Making sure that you're paying yourself the appropriate compensation is no different. So if you are not sure if you're paying yourself the appropriate amount of salary, then be sure to go to the link in the show notes and grab a free discovery call. I'd love to go through and chat with you about what we can do to make sure that your taxes are optimized. There's really no time like the present. We are in the beginning of a new year and it really is the perfect time to go through and just make sure everything is good. It's going to get an oil change in a car or going to the doctor once a year or whatever. And And then you are just making sure, okay, is the oil level appropriate? We need new oil in the car. We need a new air filter, whatever that is, new cabin filter. Or if you're going to the doctor, okay, what is my blood pressure? How much do I weigh? am I doing okay or do I need to make some tweaks? This is the same thing. We just need to go in and do a little check and make sure you're good to go. So go to the link in the show notes, grab that free discovery call. I'd love to chat with you. And as always, I appreciate so much your time and attention today. And I cannot wait until next time.